Hello, everybody. Hey. I'm really loud. Oh, calm it down. (laughs) Calm your tits. Wow. Y'all, I'm sorry if I just busted y'all's ears drum. She's very excited. All your ears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still loud. All right. I'm going to lean back a little for you. How's everyone doing? Welcome back. I'm Lindsay. I'm Dana. And you are listening to Tipsy Trials. Welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us. Again. <laughs> Once again. We are sh- shocked every week that you all are here, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> they like us. They really like us. So, have you been watching Dancing with the Stars? Uh, Yes, here and there. Yeah. Okay. And you've been voting for Cody? I have been voting for Cody, yes. All right. All of you out there, if you're not voting for Cody, get your ass on it. <laughs> Just do the voting. We don't even care if you watch. Who's Cody? Cody Rigsby is... The most, what's the word? Energetic? No, that's not it. That's, it's not even enough to describe He's the him. most specialist. Spectacular, amazing. Peloton coach. There is. And he's also hilarious. We love the others, but there's something so special about Cody. And I don't know how, but it does not matter which Cody ride I take. He will say on that ride exactly what I need to hear in that moment. It's always so funny, so relatable. You can be in the worst mood and take his class. And afterwards, you're just like, I I just love this. I love this man. Well, he is competing on Dancing with the Stars this season. I have never watched this show in my life. (laughs) I will likely never watch it again. No offense to those of you that watch it and love it. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. But I'm watching it for Cody, and he had COVID in the first, what, second week of competing. Just He's, the worst timing. They're still in. They're killing it. They danced from across the country. Yes. I just, oh, my God. But he, as of when we're recording, oh, sorry, guys. She's very excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Yes. As of when we are recording this, he is still in. The net when this episode releases, when all of you are hearing this, will be the night after the next episode. So let's cross our fingers and toes that he is still in and that you get the chance to vote for him. 21523. Text it. Text Cody just 10 times. Yes. That's all you got to do. Get ABC.com Monday Super night. Super easy. <laughs> Make sure you're doing it. Anyways, um, I was going to talk about Olivia Jade as well. Oh, <laughs> I, I didn't watch her you. performance. I, I'm upset that she's good at this. Like, Mm. I'm actually upset. Yeah. I don't feel, not that she, well, no, she did do something wrong. Her parents did something more wrong, but she's one of the few kids that was very involved in the scandal and knew what they were doing for her, I think. I don't agree with the fact that Dancing with the Stars is even giving her the second chance. Mm -hmm. I'm all for second chances. People make mistakes. She's a bit arrogant. I don't yeah. know that she deserves this. Not right. yet, at least. Um, I don't like that she's that good at dancing. Like, it upsets me. <laughs> it's like, damn it. <laughs> like, she's actually impressed me a few times where I'm watching and I'm like, are you serious right now? Like, stop. I feel like, I don't know. Was she even that popular? I don't, she, what is she famous for? YouTube. <laughs> 
she was on YouTube. Oh. She had a YouTube channel. I'm pretty sure it was a pretty big one. I assume her Instagram was pretty large to begin with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her mom. I mean, really, right. that's it. When all is said and done is her mom kept her famous. And boy, does she look like she, her mom. Like, she twins. really does. It's, yeah. It's scary. And you know what? It's not a direct identicalness. But it's like you see her mom so strongly in her. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's like once you see them together, you're like, oh, of course that's her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot, but <sighs> it doesn't matter. We're voting for Cody. Cody could trip on the stage and I'd vote for him that day. Oh, absolutely. I'm 99% sure he's getting my own votes right now. I mean, he has a pretty big community. It's, I feel like there's you know, even people who aren't on Peloton oh, that follow him. Have I told you these stories? I don't when think I so. tell some of my friends, two to three of my friends at least, maybe more, hey, my favorite Peloton instructor is on Dancing with the Stars this season. So I'm watching, try to watch, vote for him. They're like, is he the guy that shows up on my TikTok and says hilarious things? I'm oh like, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, I don't even have a Peloton. He's my favorite instructor. I'm yes. like, I know. He's so funny. <laughs> I swear. He needs to do like, I don't know, comedy or something. He's want, just no, he so funny. He just, oh, it's the fact he just makes you feel exactly how a fitness instructor should. Yes. He doesn't make you feel bad if you're struggling. He pushes you. He makes you want to do better mm-hmm. every single time. Some of these other ones don't do that for me. <laughs> and they just, some of them just look too perfect. Oh, that he looks great, by the off. way. But well, but you know how it is. Females, they do their own makeup. Mm-hmm. They do their own hair. And they've admitted they do it themselves. I look like a hog. That just got out of a rainstorm. Same. <laughs> and these girls are just, and I mean, I get that they're not pedaling probably as hard or as mm-hmm. often, but it, they're still going for a solid 30 plus minutes, depending however long the ride is. Right. And then they get off looking like they walked out of a model photo shoot with full just glam, spritzed some water on right. them. They're, they're glistening. Mm-hmm. Like they're in twilight. They have like jewelry on sometimes. It's like, come on. It's a lot, but they're all great. They really mm-hmm. are. This is not to start a war. Yeah. Here we love Peloton. <laughs> We're just telling you our favorite. And you know what? Our favorite happens to be competing on a show right now and the rest aren't. So go vote for Cody. Please. Anyways, that was our chit chat for the week thanks for coming to our <laughs> ted talk <laughs> we'll leave now thanks for listening no Goodbye. we haven't drank yet so we're gonna do that so this week we're back to seltzers guys we obviously can't stay away no. we love them too much the coffee was phenomenal oh did my you see gosh. rebel responded to us on instagram i didn't too? see that twice <laughs> Lindsay runs the instagram i run the twitter we don't know who runs what guys oh now you do <laughs> <laughs> She keeps me on my toes. Anyways, so we are doing, I'm sorry, I dropped my history of them. We are going to do Sweetwater Oasis Premium Hard Seltzer. Um, For those of you familiar with Sweetwater or unfamiliar with Sweetwater, they brew, um, what's their popular one? 420. 420, Sweetwater 420 and Sweetwater Blue, which I think was my first time... No, my first one was Sweetwater 420, but Sweetwater Blue was the first one that I was like, oh, I love this. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with seltzer. And why are we here? <laughs> Everyone's doing it. Just keeping us in business. 
<laughs> so um, I'm going to read their story real quick. It's a short one. So Sweetwater Brewery has been making tasty brews in the heart of the South since 1997. What started as a pipe dream of two college buddies has turned into a dream job full of great adventures and lip smacking beers. What would you expect from a couple of boys with more of a hankering for beers than for books? At Sweetwater, we like to say we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. It's not just something that we say, though. It's how we live. If you're up for a good time, come check us out at our brewery in Atlanta every spring at our Raging 420 Festival or wherever the fishing is good in your neck of the woods. Remember, don't float the mainstream as we all find our path in life and drink them if you got them. I love reading the stories of I these. Know. They're that so reminds beautifully me of written. The, um, the Founders Brewing story, I feel like, is similar. They're just so sweet. Um, yeah, and actually, these two breweries, I would say, are very similar in how they took off. Mm-hmm. They started as local vibes and just grew bam. from there. Yeah. Um, so Sweetwater Oasis, which is their seltzer, a little bit about that. It's quoted on their site as great tasting and easy drinking. We've packed Sweetwater Oasis premium hard seltzers with electrolytes for taste antioxidants and vitamin C from all natural superfruit to give you a better, more premium beverage that suits your active lifestyle. So this is a healthy seltzer. Oh, <laughs> so it's going to keep me from getting a hangover if I drink it all day. That's this what is, that's telling me. Yeah. I mean, if you are, we are running a non-marathon. <laughs> a, sh- a very short marathon. In um, a few days. This is what I might drink after. Who knows? Um, It has 100 calories, 5% ABV, 1 gram of carbs, 1 gram of sugar, and it is available in four dual fruit combo flavors. Those are mango passion fruit, strawberry kiwi, raspberry lemon, and black cherry lime. So as normal, we're going to start with the citrus. (laughs) We're going to start with raspberry lemon. Um, I... Well, not being a lemon drinker, I'm actually kind of excited for this. I feel like that's one flavor combo that has always somewhat impressed me. This is my favorite cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, honestly, that's where my mind was. So, so (laughs) that makes sense. Are we ready to open? Yes. And we're back to the can noises, guys. You're welcome. (laughs) We're not consistent. Mm. Except at being... Drunk. Amazing <laughs> podcast host. And seltzer slut. <laughs> oh. You jinxed it. I don't think I did. I'd make it We've so had loud. another spill. On my own paper this time. <laughs> yep. So if Dana can't read her facts about our topic, you'll know why. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Oh, that's a bad one, too. It's not near the equipment, though, so (laughs) that's the good news. We thought about that. All right. Let's sniff. Mm, You can give me your smell thoughts first. I smell lemon. I don't think the raspberry smell is very strong. I'm not sure what I smell, but it's neither of those. Uh, It's a combo of them, actually. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Why is it just? Because you were, we were, she, were you writing? I'm writing my smell. <laughs> That's okay. When am I supposed to do it? Okay, 
after we drink it. <laughs> I might leave this in. I was about to sniff my microphone. If you could have just seen the staring oh. contest we just had. Who's going to speak first? <laughs> all right, all right. We have not had drinks yet. God, some of these I almost need to go above five. Wow. Oh, not this one. <laughs> I'm like, well, that was unexpected. Okay, let's cheers. Cheers. That's not for me. I barely taste anything. Um, You know what? The aftertaste for me is actually better than the taste itself. I don't know why that is. I, I feel like I could just like guzzle that because it's just water. No, I'm getting a taste. I don't get any. I'm getting I mean, the I get lemon like pledge a taste and I'm not. Slight taste, but it's not. I'm not loving it. Um, It's not raspberry. This is not Cheesecake Factory. This is. Mm-mm. I don't know what this is. Oh, Chesney's coming to taste it too. That's how unsure she is. Um, She's like, I feel like we need a third opinion. <laughs> Tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, I, def- I don't really taste any raspberry. No, I don't at all. And even the lemon for me is not that strong. No. This just isn't it for me. Um, I mean, even for me, the day drinkability, I don't. Yes, it's a very light flavor of anything. But I, that lemon, this is why I don't like citrus. This mm. type of lemon is exactly why. And I was rooting for this. Yeah, I am I rooting too. for the other flavors more so. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I could drink it all day just because I can't taste anything. But I I feel like I'd get bored. Yeah, I could see that. Um We'll, of course, give our final number on it towards the end. But our next one is going to be Blackberry Lime. And we'll give our initial thoughts and then obviously sip on that as well uh, before we reveal our topic. Oh, that I like. Oh, I like that a lot. I It's not, it's not <laughs> Blackberry or... Wait. Black cherry. Black cherry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? No, I take that back. It is black cherry for me. It reminds get, me of truly black cherry in the scent. I had to get my nose really close to it, but I smell it now. I like it. I like that a lot. I have very high hopes for this one. I hope I'm not let down. <laughs> let's, uh, let's cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Okay, much better. Yes. Mm. Yes, this is like the truly black cherry, which is my second favorite flavor. Ever. That's one of my favorite white claw flavors too. Black All right, cherry. Well, you're alone there. <laughs> <laughs> Just you. Um, rem- no, this is great. It reminds me of a, a melted, icy kind of. Why do you think I love the truly one? Really? That's yeah. why. Truly mango and truly black cherry are my two favorite flavors because they taste like a popsicle mm. especially when they're ice cold like these are if you couldn't tell we got new cups congrats to us <laughs> they keep our seltzers colder longer shout out to costco <laughs> this way you're getting the most accurate well, yeah we're getting the most cold. accurate and we're relaying it to you no i'm very happy with this i'm not getting this any really lime, good though wait maybe i am let me see it's very subtle 
which is fine. I feel like it should be. It cuts the it a more little more than like flavor. truly, truly. I love the truly ones, but they are a bit sweet. The lime in this, I think you're right. It's helping to cut that sweetness. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, this one's really good right now. Um, I like it. I'm pretty happy. Um, so let's get into our topic while we sip on these a little more and kind of put our thoughts into a place. Speaking of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts? That was a good transition. On pet right? peeves. <laughs> so we are going to talk about pet peeves this week. Um, we don't have anything specific. We just, you know, decided we wanted to bring up something interesting. And pet peeves, I think, are very interesting. Yes. <laughs> I have a lot of them. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I feel like most people do. And you really have to sit there and think about it or encounter situations to be like, oh, yeah, that really does bother me. Well, thank you so much for setting up that transition because I'm going to explain what a pet peeve is and what causes them. Please <laughs> enlighten us. So I got a lot of this from Wikipedia because let's be real. That is the source of all knowledge. Mm hmm. So Wikipedia said the definition of a pet peeve is a pet peeve, pet aversion, or pet hate. I love that. (laughs) Is a minor annoyance that an individual finds particularly irritating to them to a greater degree than would be expected based on the experience of others. What causes a pet peeve, you ask? I got this from an article from Bustle. (laughs) I'm citing my sources for you all. A lot of pet peeves can be explained away by two particular emotions, irritation and disgust. Irritation takes care of behavior like bad parking, rude servers, incorrect grammar, or loud telephone calls on public transportation. Disgust, meanwhile, covers things like indecently loud chewing, public bodily emissions, (laughs) or the sight of nauseating or unclean things like dog poo left uncollected. We hate things that interrupt or corrupt our experience, as well as those that make our health feel endangered. That includes stuff that we believe culturally is bad luck. I think that's interesting, the cultural part. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I did find one more article from Penn State. Um, I believe this was a student probably just doing their research, but Mm -hmm. thanks for researching it because you saved me some time. She wrote, a study concluded by the Wellcome Institute in Newcastle University tested pet peeves on subjects, uh, yes, excuse me, tested pet peeves on subjects' brains by having them listen to a series of sounds, excuse me, one from a fork knife scraping glass and one of nails scratching a chalkboard. I hate that. The researchers monitored the participants' brains while the sounds were playing to test what kind of activity would occur and how the brain would react to the horrible sounds. The amygdala... Oh my God, I even practiced the word. (laughs) The amygdala... I haven't said that since high school. Right. Which is where a lot of negative emotions come from, was seen to be the most affected and... Seen to be the most affected, followed by uneasiness with the participants' actions and expressions. Humans create these pet peeves from experience or exposure to negative things or dislikes, like Dana was just saying. Once an experience harms or creates a bad connotation, most individuals store it in their mind as a grievance or pet peeve. It depends on what kind and how much exposure one has, determining how many things can create this deterring mindset. 
So, are pet peeves caused by core memories? They might be. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds like it. Um, I try to think of mine. And I mean, I have a list of 12 of the most common ones. We'll kind of get through that. But I do think a lot of mine are the more common ones. I don't think I have any special ones. I don't think I do either. If I do, I can't remember them. I think mine just have more to do with like my personality in general and what annoys me, not like a memory. I mean, and it really holds true to the research in that regard. Um, I mean, even without using the list right away, I can tell you my number one pet peeve without question is chewing noises. Mm. I cannot. And you know what? Actually, in hindsight, I had a college roommate. I hope she's not listening. She blocked me on Facebook. So probably not. She did not like me. <laughs> she did not like me. Sounds like it was mutual. <laughs> <laughs> we were very different people. It it happens. Yeah. I was hanging with a different group in college and having a great time. And she was in the marching band. Um, hey, what you got against the marching band? Well, her, but <laughs> <laughs> she don't represent us. No, my dad was in the marching band. I have no beef with marching She's band. just an asshole. I, kind of. Yeah. Um, she thought she was a lot holier than thou, I believe. And you know mm-hmm. what? It was freshman year of college. It's very possible that I was the bitch and I probably was, but whatever. I'm also well a basic bitch to begin with. So I mean, <laughs> I own it. I think there's something special in owning your bitchiness. Yes, I agree. She should have owned hers. If you're a bitch and you know it, just clap own your hands. it. Oh my God. Clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> I almost started doing that. <laughs> oh yeah. The cha-cha slide. <laughs> Automatically. Anyways, so yeah, chewing noises for me is probably my biggest one of all time. And I have a do have a memory of her in college. This was freshman year. We're in our dorms and we had those um, lofted beds. So mm-hmm. your desk was underneath. And I swear to God, I could hear this girl chewing on her chips as if she was sitting next to me on my bed Ugh. in my ear. I can't. It's uh, I'm sure I had it before then, but it. Oh, my God. It's not until you're stuck in a room with someone. It's like the most disgusting noise. Yeah. And you know what? It's not about closing your mouth. There are a lot of people out there who make these noises with their mouths closed. Don't eat like an animal, people. They just chomp. They don't chew. They chomp. I have close friends (laughs) that have the same problem. I can usually get past theirs. Unless I'm in a very quiet room Mm -hmm. and they're eating to the point where I know which of these friends it is and I will like physically like turn up the TV or something (laughs) if they're about to eat. And I mean, it's nothing against them. I love them regardless, but I just can't do it. So I think a lot of mouth noises in general just bother me. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's specifically chewing, but like someone who's like a habitual throat clearer. Okay will annoy me. I know what you're talking about. Just think, and it's not like when people are sick, because right. I'll do that if I'm sick. But right. if you just do that all Constantly. the time. And the chewing is just, yeah, that's annoying. Well, and I've learned this in my life, and I think people laugh at it, but it's so true. 
I'm extremely sensitive to sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, there's people sensitive to smell. There's people sensitive to taste. I can hear something that nobody else hears. Yes. I don't have good hearing. But if there's like an off noise somewhere, I swear to God, I can hear it. And it yeah. will distract me from whatever I'm doing, talking about any of that. So I think that's where a big chewing noise. And that's, you're right. The throat clawing, uh, throat clearing <laughs> thing plays into that as well. Right. Um, I mean, I'm at the point that if I'm at a movie or a show, um, if someone's consistently coughing or sneezing, maybe they have that lingering after cough. Mm-hmm. Every time they cough, I'm aware of it. Yeah. Same. It's bad. I think it's a sensory thing, too. There's these, like, funny... I don't know if they're tweets or memes or whatever, but I see them all the time. So the algorithm is definitely on to me. But it's like, it's like, sorry, I heard too many noises and now I'm a bitch. Like, I swear if there's like too many noises or just I find noises annoying in general. Yeah. And when they're coming from a person that I feel like can stop and they won't. <laughs> Just I stop. I don't think that's a pet peeve <laughs> as much as a shut the hell up. Everyone just <laughs> stop making noises with your mouth. Just don't eat or breathe. Yeah. Um. So I hate to say it, but I think the list has ruined it for me. So do you have any others without seeing the list that you can think of? Any okay. other pet peeves? Well, I don't know what's on the list, but I guess I can try to look at mine and try to figure out which ones are maybe more unique the list you made yeah of your own or these are my own oh, okay okay if you have a list of more popular ones that you want to well, go and first so let's split it up i'm gonna read the first six then we'll take our break okay um read the bottom six and then dana's gonna teach us what she looked up about that piece yes <laughs> no spoilers so there's actually not you know how you can look up like top 10 biggest phobias Mm -hmm. that's not a thing for pet peeves it seems there's no like significant research identifying what the most popular ones other than people maybe conducting office surveys Mm -hmm. um so i pulled a few lists and i found one that a radio station in illinois had um that are just some of the most commonly agreed upon ones gotcha so i figured let's use that and just see what happens um, so number one is people chewing. This mm-hmm. was number in the top three of maybe every single list. I believe that. Yeah. There's like a name for it too. Oh, a yeah. Sensitivity to people chewing. It shows I've seen up it all before. the time. Yeah. Because I'm always like, oh, yeah, I can't I remember <laughs> what it is. But yeah, it is. It's a it's a thing for sure. Ugh. Um, number two was fanatics. People who are just too obsessed. With one particular thing. Really? And can turn anything into it. I don't think I mind those. You know what? I take that back. I don't think I know anyone that is that extreme. I don't think so either. I feel like I could get annoyed though. There were. I mean, I can't even think of an example of like a subject or a person or something. Star Wars. Star Trek. Yeah, but like. The Office, Game of Thrones. Could you really going. draw <laughs> Pokemon con- conclusions from like <laughs> no, random because, stuff and make well, it about that? You got to remember, we're millennials. And according to everyone, we're the generation that hones in way too hard on 
our likes and uses them as a personality. Hmm. Friends is my personality, and I'm not afraid to t- say it. <laughs> but I don't think you make everything about friends. No, like, you I can, can quote it quote references. pretty easily. Yeah. But it's not my life. I'm not constantly sitting here like thinking, oh, I should. I don't even watch it on a regular basis. I've seen it so many times that if I catch a rerun, absolutely. But it's not like I finish it on HBO and then start it over again. Right. And I mean, we talk every single day. You don't bring it up every day. Not frequently. Maybe not even every week, but. No. um, And I mean, you have Golden Girls. Yes. That's a rare fandom. Yeah. But again, like I can quote it and I know the characters pretty well, but I don't. The most it's we just, talk about these two is if like we're shopping and we find something related. Yeah. Like if I see something friends or Lindsay sees something with Golden Girls, it's like, oh, you need this. You need this. Right. Um, no, I mean, I can, though. I mean, I can keep going. And this is not to insult anybody that's a fan of the mm-hmm. things we've listed, but Disney. Yeah. Harry Potter, which, I mean, we fall into that group, too. Right. Um, there are people who take it to an extreme. Mm-hmm. You've seen them on TikTok. I mean, look at uh, <laughs> My Weird Addiction. Oh, yeah. They're um, There's just some people that it's too much. I guess I've seen it maybe with, like, really intense sports fanatics, where yeah, it's all they want to talk about. That's and it's a really like, good one okay or like their team beats someone else's team that they know and then it's like becomes hostile and it's all they can talk about it's like to the certain level yeah oh my god as long as you're not playing my team i'm probably right for you exactly anyways number three (laughs) i feel like we're on number seven already (laughs) number three is people who are chronically late yeah i hate it and we talked about this a few right. episodes ago. Right. I'm a pretty prompt person. I can be late. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. for the most part, even for me being late, it's by a couple of minutes. Right. And it's rare. And we're not talking about people who are always five minutes, ten minutes late. We're talking about the people who are consistently. What's that meme? You text them and you say, hey, when are you going to be here? And they say, oh, I'm on my way. And they're just getting out of bed. Right. That's too much. That's just a time management problem. It's rude. Yeah. It's honestly, I I, I mean, I'm going to get aggressive here. It's one of the most disrespectful things in this world. Right. Because you're just telling the other person or people that your time is, is more valuable. Yeah. That they don't matter. Their time has no worth. Right. Oh, I thought of another pet peeve that's not on the list. Okay. I talk about this a lot. I have a pretty massive issue with people who want to act like their life is constantly more busy than everybody else. Yes, we talk about this all the time. It's one of those things, work, personal, I don't care. If you care about something, somebody, anything, you will make the time for it. Yes. If you're constantly telling someone, oh, I'm too busy to do this, you don't know how busy that other person is. Right. That person could be going through the hardest time of their life and need something serious from you. Mm-hmm. And you just told them that you feel you're more important. Right. Just be I conscientious like of other people. I feel like people who try to dabble too much into too many things. Yeah. It's like there's a difference in prioritizing what's important and mm-hmm. the people that are important versus trying to do a little bit of everything and then 
blaming everyone else that your life is pure chaos. Oh my God. That's <laughs> like, you can't have 300 best friends and then your childhood friend can never see you. And you're like, right. oh, I'm just too busy. No, it just doesn't. Everyone is busy. We, and I mean, I, like I say, I always have to remind people, I feel this way professionally as well as personally, yes. because I do feel it very heavily professionally. Very constantly in our job, we're told how somebody can't get to something because they're too busy. You don't know what's going on in my day to day. Mm -hmm. You don't know what tasks I have on my list. And you don't know if your one task that you've pushed off is holding up the rest of my business my busy <laughs> right exactly um and then personal right it's this idea that you're constantly refusing invites to things claiming this or that everyone's busy let's mm -hmm. just get this straight we live in a generation and world everyone is constantly go 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 24 yes. 7 all the time you are not more busy than everyone else right you might have times that you're more busy you are not constantly more that's busy. what I was gonna say I feel like everyone goes through a period where it's like I just my weekends are just booked up for the next two months mm -hmm. have a real conversation with someone about that especially if it's your friend like look I, just, I have a lot going on right now I want to make time for this yeah can we do it at another time, I'm free on this date. Right. Not just every time. No, 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 I can't go. I right. can't do this. And I mean, that's also making this assumption that your friend doesn't also have plans. Right. It's it's kind of selfish in a way of almost making it sound like you don't trust that your friend is doing anything else. Your friends are not sitting around waiting for you to be free. <laughs> I I wish I was, honestly. <laughs> if I was just sitting around all the time, my life would be amazing and stress-free but no one is doing that especially as adults <clears throat> excuse me so that was number three number four is people eating your food without permission yes <laughs> i know it's not something i run into often yeah i feel but like i think back to when i have college um mostly college i feel like the times that it has happened it always seems to be at the worst times college you don't have a lot of money yeah or you're starving as it is. So what's Don't funny is, so number five, which I know both of us feel strongly on, is people who don't use turn signals. Oh, gosh. Please take the time to put Please. on a turn signal. It's not just for the people behind you either. No. The people in front of you need to know also. Yes. It takes two seconds. Right. I do it literally. Like, if I'm making turns in your neighborhood, I still do it. I do, too. And it's I've gotten made get... fun of for it, too. When I'm pulling into, like, my driveway or a parking spot, I'm like, oh, I've done that, too. Know. Who's going to be rushing around? I'd rather just be in the habit of doing it every time That's versus trying to think too hard of when is an acceptable time to do it. Just do it. Even if you're in a turn lane, again, maybe that's not for the person behind you. It might be for the person in front of you that yeah. doesn't realize you're in a turn lane who is mm -hmm. also trying to turn into said lane. Right. You want to know how to avoid those accidents where it's like T-boned. No, I don't. Is that? That would be someone going straight and someone oh. turning. I'm thinking like one person's turning right while one's turning left. Oh, right, right, right. I don't know. What I don't know what that that's called. <laughs> but that's an easy way to avoid that. It's just that, speaking of that, stop signs. They're not optional. <laughs> They're not <laughs> slow signs. They're not creep signs. You don't Ugh. just creep past them. There's a shopping center literally up the road from um, where I live. And 
the amount of people in there who don't know how stop signs work blows. I've almost gotten in multiple accidents because it's my turn to go. Mm -hmm. And somebody else says, no, it's my turn. I'm just going to go. You know, it's funny that we're on this topic because when I was on the way over here, there was a stoplight that broke and it was just flashing yellow. I hate those. I'll go around them. Oh my God. I, well, there's no way, there was no way around it (laughs) and you don't know until you're right upon it. No, they make me uncomfortable. It's like a thing. I will go a different direction. That when that happens, the the intersection has to turn into a four-way or a three-way stop. Right. That's like a thing. No, people are just going. And I'm like, well, you have to stop eventually. If that happens, I will literally like turn right and mm. somehow figure it out because I'm more likely to be able to turn right easily. Yeah, that's true. I just, I can't. Like, it's, it's very stressful. Um, I had another one on that. Oh, waving thank you. Take the three fucking oh seconds to lift your hand. Yes. <laughs> thank you for letting me in. It's the easiest thing. And you know, I get it. Sometimes you cut me off. Don't thank me for that. That's rude. But I physically sat there and like let somebody merge mm-hmm. and then they do nothing. Do you think it's a southern thing to do that? No. Hmm. I can't oh, remember. To wave or not? Yeah. No, because I learned it in the north. Okay, because I can't remember from driving up there if people did it. I always do it. I do too, even if I cut someone off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, thank uh, it's you. it's either thank you or sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but it's the simplest thing. And I had a friend once say to me, they like well, maybe they're not good at multitasking. I'm like, are you serious? Because when you pull past them, they're the same ones texting and driving. Mm-hmm. It's another pet peeve. Put down your fucking phones. I saw this lady on the highway one time reading a full on book on her <laughs> steering wheel on the way to work, and I was like. Bitch, if you don't throw that shit in the back seat. I, just, I don't care how good of a driver you think you are. You can still kill somebody. That always makes oh me think gosh. of when you're taking certain meds, it says do not operate heavy machinery. <laughs> and my mind always goes to like a, a track lift or a bulldozer. <laughs> yes. And I was reading something once. Someone was like, they mean cars. I was like, oh, they oh. do mean cars. <laughs> They should say that. We're not smart enough. That's, they want to make sure everything's covered. Yeah. <laughs> um. So number six, and then we'll break after this. We actually, we did talk about this, but it is in a deleted clip that may appear at some day. Paying for shipping. Oh, God. Can't do it. Won't do it. Nope. No. Nope. Nope. I will literally... <laughs> Add thirty more dollars to my cart mm-hmm. if it gets me free shipping rather than pay the two dollars. Why are we like this? Because I want something for my money. I know, but like shipping does not get me something who, for my money. Who hurt us? <laughs> All right. Ugh. So we're gonna take a quick break and we are going to refill with our other two seltzers, which I already forgot the flavors of. And we'll, we'll be, back. be back. Bye-bye. Bye. And we are back, yo, with some new flavors. We got mango passion fruit. That was a weird way to say mango. Mango. <laughs> and strawberry kiwi. I don't know. Oh, strawberry's gonna been. be good. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I just, I think we're messed up from that first time. Because the last few have been fine and we're still like, oh, strawberry. We're so skeptical. <laughs> Well, we're going to try, but we're going to start with Megan. My God, why is this such a hard word? Megan, the passion fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm afraid of this one because I don't love passion fruit. I feel like it's a hit or miss flavor for me. I don't know. Sometimes I like it. 
It definitely is a, just a weird I flavor. I mango. I just sniffed the can. Yeah. I think we're both pouring a little heavier tonight. Good. Oh, don't swirl. You know what? It's This one's actually the first true mix of um, smells, I think. Yeah, I'm getting both. I can smell the passion fruit. Yeah, I'm getting both pretty nicely. I got the mango first, but yes, I smell both. Yeah, I, maybe I'm not as afraid. Passion fruit can be a very overwhelming flavor when it's done incorrectly. And so yes. that just, it worries me. It worries me. But oh, you know what? I'm thinking pomegranate. I don't think oh, I like really? pomegranate. I do. Most people do. I just don't. I don't. Ugh, whatever. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, I like that. Mm. I like that a lot. It's not the truly mango, the way the black cherry had that. The, oh, I like this. Oh, it's oh, it's very light. I but feel like I just it's a into good a mango. flavor blend. I feel like I can taste both equally. Yeah, this is a winner. Um, wow, that I could drink that all day. Like no joke. Oh yeah, absolutely, easily. This is so good. This might be the top. Um, I mean, we'll obviously try the rest and figure it out. I'm picking up the can. <laughs> I want to say, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but these might be one of the most refreshing seltzers I I've ever had. I see that because they're healthy for you. Yeah. Like the electrolytes. Maybe, maybe it was the the talking them up that you did before, but I feel like I'm getting hydrated. Well, it's the antioxidants, <laughs> electrolytes, and vitamin C. All things you need to stay healthy. It's doing something I'm for me. I'm going to start me. drinking these during the work day. Right. And we got these at, where did I buy these? Oh, Harris Teeter. Mm. But I've seen them everywhere. Publix, Food yeah. Line. Well, I don't go into Food Line. I, I just see these at, at Food, food line. line. Okay, thank you. I don't yeah. walk into that store. <laughs> Walmart, Target, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're great. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> like, whenever you're ready. <laughs> I'll be waiting. We're taking notes for the first time so that we can try to give you all a more accurate rating. Because let's be real. We forget everything by the time we're ranking. We do. And (laughs) we keep having awkward pauses because it's new to us. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) No, it's just. Last time we said that with a strawberry, it did not end well. I don't know if I inhaled something or what. It, it's a strong smell, but it smells really good. It smells like kiwi. Yeah. I love kiwis. Same. Did you know the skin of kiwis have the most nutrients and you don't have to peel them? You can eat it like a damn apple. Mmm. I do it all the time. I've never tried it. Yeah, you should. It's, it's a weird texture. but It's hairy. <laughs> so what? <laughs> I was trying to think of another food that's hairy. <laughs> well, peaches, but they're not oh, as... That's, true. that's fuzzy. Yeah, they're not as hairy. As hairy? No, it really does work. I'll give I it like a try. This. I like this a lot. These two flavors are interesting in terms of the smell. Depending, like, the mango passion fruit on the very last sniff. First one, I got mango. Then I got passion fruit. Last sip right before I drank, I got mango again. I started with kiwi here, and I just got strawberry. No, I started with strawberry, and then I smelled kiwi, and now oh, I got kiwi I'm on first. the third That's sniff. so interesting. And I'm smelling strawberry again. 
That's so weird. I love how they do that. I'm sure they didn't do it, but I want to pretend they did. They did it for us. Now, now I'm back to Kiwi. That's, oh my God. It's, oh my God. You know what it reminds me of? A strawberry pop tart. Mm, the nostalgia. <laughs> oh, that is one of my favorite smells in the history of smells is a frosted strawberry Pop-Tart. It's not even my favorite Pop-Tart. Okay. What is your favorite Pop-Tart? S'mores, obviously. Oh. <laughs> we got um, chocolate churro. They have them out for uh, Day of the Dead. Oh, okay. And yeah, they're pretty good. Oh. Mm. Should try them. That would require me buying Pop Tarts. <laughs> I'm trying Since not to. You can't to do buy that. just like one pack. You no, have to buy the whole why? box. They should do that. Yeah. Like they should have a row underneath the boxes. They used to sell those in the vending machines. That's at true. School. But it's more like the s'mores, the brown cinnamon, mm-hmm. the not the chocolate churro. Not the special ones. Yeah. All right. Let's try, let's try it. <laughs> You've gone long enough. Cheers. I like that. So That's good. really nice and light. Oh, man. This is hard. I know we've been saying this every time. We might just like seltzer more than we let on. Like We, we like it we a lot. We thought we were seltzer sluts. What's worse than a slut? <laughs> whores. <laughs> no, we're wine whores. <laughs> seltzer sluts. We might be seltzer prostitutes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's the one like thing i'm noticing though about the strawberry flavors it's never the same i knew that's where you were going like (laughs) if it tastes like lemon it tastes like lemon but last week when we did the masagave that was like a fresh strawberry yeah this is more like a candy or like a jam you know what i have that weird thing with peaches where i'm actually Mm. afraid to do art like anything peach whether it's Mm. real or artificial to the point where i don't like eating peaches because i'm so nervous of that artificial flavor that i know a real one's not gonna have right but my brain convinces me it will that's almost i'm realizing strawberry falls in that same category yeah i think banana falls in that category too i would agree i actually like fake banana taste though I'm weird. I'm like that about cherries, but I like the fake cherry flavor. So I don't think I have, well, except for the bad strawberry. Oh, yeah. That was just a letdown. And strawberries are probably my least favorite berry, which is not a berry, I don't think. I think it's one of those weird facts where it's like a strawberry is not a berry, but a cucumber is. Like a tomato's a fruit? Yeah. A cucumber's a berry? I don't know. <laughs> oh. I mean, okay. you believe it though, do I? <laughs> Sneak peek to what might come. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Man, this one's good. Yeah, I'm, I'm very pleased with this pack. And you know what? The bonus fact that it's healthy and good for me is just... Icing on the again. cake, yes. <laughs> Not cha-cha slide this time. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to sip on these last two. As we tell you every week, and we're never lying, this is going to be a tough one. So we need a little while to think through our, excuse me, this carbonation setting, to think through our answers. And we're going to go back to our pet peeves and we're going to read off the last six. And then Dana's going to teach us some knowledge. So, number seven was and this is a bummer and you know what I think we're all guilty of doing this from time to time but obviously there's people who are consistently doing it Mm -hmm. someone who constantly puts down 
everything you like. Negative I hate that. Yeah. I mean, we all have our negative days, but it's if you cannot it's I mean it's the same with a one-upper if Mm -hmm. you cannot be happy for others in any sense that you have to tell them they're wrong about something or oh well I did this Mm -hmm. you need to reevaluate your life I tried that it it didn't work all right well you probably suck as a person (laughs) (laughs) there's this thing called user error your parents Mm -hmm. had it when they had you sometimes you're the problem (laughs) (laughs) oh but yeah I mean that's a big one I don't know if I would consider that a pet peeve no I think that's just life I don't like a person (laughs) that does that right the others are more like true pet peeves. Like they definitely get on your nerves and are very specific. Mm-hmm. Um, so number eight is constant cell phone distraction. This again, especially in this day and age, is something that everyone could work on. Yes. Um, we already talked about them in the phone and the car. Put your phones down. Like, mm-hmm. please. My life is not worth your text message and your life is not worth your text message. I can't Nobody think of anything. Nobody cares about your response in an instant. Right. Because anything that's that important wouldn't be said in a text message. That's very good point. Someone would call you. And, and if it is, then pull over because yeah. you probably shouldn't be driving anyways. Right. You're probably emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of like a death text, obviously. Right. Um, but it's more than that. It's, you know, being at a restaurant and your dinner mate is on their phone the entire time. I hate that. And I mean, I can say I've been there. I've done that person. But it's not something I'm I'm con- I'm also constantly trying to put my cell phone down. Mm-hmm. Um, Do not disturb is on your phones for a reason, people. Use, Use it. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other one for that I always think of is in the movie theater. Even yeah, it's if you're rude. not texting, if you're not playing with your phone, say your phone is sitting next to you. Every time you get that fucking text message and your phone lights up, I want to walk over and slam it on the ground. <laughs> we can see the light. Yes. We can hear the vibration. Just, it's- Just like we said, we're noise sensitive. In a very dark room, I'm going to be visually sensitive. <laughs> Especially a very dark room that I paid a lot of money to be watching something in. Yeah, movies ain't cheap. The $2 theater shut down. Yeah. No. Mm-mm. We ain't got time for that. Um. Okay. <laughs> this one's funny. Referring to yourself in the third person. I don't think I know anyone who does that. I don't either. But I could see how that would be beyond annoying. That would be extremely annoying. Well, there's that episode of Seinfeld where Elaine likes this guy and she's talking to someone else about it. And he called, he reversed himself in the third person. He's like, oh, well, Jimmy likes what he sees. She thinks she's talking about the other guy because he doesn't realize Jimmy oh, is him. God. He does this the entire time. I wonder if this is more common with whatever the generation is before us, because I feel like I've heard that before as like a complaint when dating. Well, and And I've never heard anyone do that. People do it as jokes in this day and age, but it's not like I don't know anybody that refers to themselves in the third part person all the time. Right. Ooh, number 10 is a good one. Uh Oh, the endless selfie person. Oh, no. We know this person. So <laughs> Dana knows my theory. I'm sure a few of you do, too, if you know me. If your Facebook, Instagram, those would be the only two. Yeah. Yeah. 
is 75% selfies of you, you need to look at yourself differently. Yeah. Like, no one cares that much. No. that Like, put that in your private photo album. I don't... <laughs> we don't want to see that many pictures of you. I literally say, if I go to your Instagram and I have to scroll before I get to a picture of you with someone else... I probably don't want to be your friend. Mm-mm. You're too obsessed with yourself. Yeah. No one's that beautiful. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I don't even take that many selfies. But you know what? That's a lot. I take tons of selfies of myself that I don't send to a soul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they don't always have to be for other people. No. And you know, I, that's another pet peeve. I'm sure we've talked about it. You know, posting on Facebook, every little shit you take, oh my literally, stop like I thought we had moved (laughs) past that as a generation and we haven't well you know and there's a big theory that's proven true to me almost every single time if you're posting on Facebook this often about how great your life is there's a pretty good chance your life sucks and you're trying to hide something you're trying to make it look like something that it's not yeah everyone knows what you're doing I would Mm -hmm. just stop while you're ahead it's fake yeah and again we're sorry if any of you do this but we're just trying to inform the masses I would like you a lot more if you didn't do that. <laughs> if sometimes you were like, well, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a situation. Well, what blows my mind is sometimes when I see certain posts, I'm like, someone had to physically stop what they were doing and think, I'm going to post about this mm-hmm. on Facebook. Those are the ones that blow my mind. There's an influencer that I follow on Instagram, and she's really good about like trying to make sure that her feed is not just like a highlight reel and she posted a story the other day and it was like cute family fall photos and her like caption on the story was like full disclaimer me and my husband got in a huge argument right before this about like the logistics and getting there and getting the kids ready and what we're gonna wear and like I just wanted to let people know that just because this picture looks super happy doesn't mean that we're perfect I I think people need to do more of that and that's I mean that's the reality of it you're not fooling anybody because you know what nobody's perfect even if you're maybe trying to fool yourself in doing this it's not working right you're making yourself if anything a target on your back because I'm now looking at um, your million posts of how happy you are mm-hmm. and thinking something's not right that or people who are not confident in themselves making them hate themselves and their life and thinking that they're not worthy or that they're doing something wrong right it just, just stop it let's stop. be real just stop um, 11's funny because it is happening to us right now. Slow internet. I don't know if that's a pet peeve, but it pisses me off. <laughs> First world problems, really. Yeah, it's not a pet peeve. I think anyone would get frustrated with that. Yeah, some of these are just more common frustrations than anything versus mm-hmm. others are true pet peeves. And you can tell there's ones that neither of us had thought about, like, putting on our personal list. But mm-hmm. yes, they bother the shit out of us. Right. Um, slow internet bugs me, but it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Um, (laughs) people who don't use headphones in public. That does bother me. Yeah. Um, that's one of the rudest things you can do. Why play your music? Yeah. Or have a phone call. Yeah. Speaker. Why do you assume that anyone cares about what you're doing? Well, and I kind of laugh at the people who FaceTime because in a weird way, if that person was there with them, they'd be conversing. Yeah. So it's like, 
there's times where yes facetime's inappropriate you can wait Mm -hmm. but there's also times where i'm like like i've been at the grocery store and i've had to facetime someone before yeah but there's times where it's okay and there's times where it's like you need to either get headphones or stop right if you're having a full-on like hour-long conversation on public transportation or in the store in a line or something like it's really not that serious right it just i mean (laughs) this said people who listen to music or watch videos but no it's deeper than that it is the phone conversations as well yeah or the voice to text just stop that is annoying (laughs) (laughs) it's not that serious it's it's a lot um it's a pretty simple thing to stop doing yeah i mean when you think about it all of these are rude i mean it's people not all of them i'm sorry most of these are the other person kind of being inconsiderate and rude and Mm -hmm. thinking only of themselves because you don't exactly move quickly when you're distracted by like a phone call right i notice so i've facetimed noah when i'm in the grocery store like hey do you want this or this And he'll say this, and then I hang up the phone. But yeah. I notice people who are, like, FaceTiming or on the phone, even with headphones on in the grocery store the whole time, they're just, like, you get distracted, and they're sitting in one place for a long time, and you're like, can you move the fuck out of the way so I can get my turkey? <laughs> well, and that was one of them that I did see um, was slow walkers. I think that's another one everyone's experienced. I remember those in high school the most when I'd be walking mm-hmm. behind someone and this person's moving at like a glacier. Gla- is that the word? Glacial pace. Sure. Okay. It bothers me at pace, theme, not theme parks. Right. I mean, Get the mall. Of the oh, the mall's a big one. Not that yeah. I've been to the mall in years, but. Any crowded place, really. It's it's just an easy way. It's just all. It all comes back to inconsiderate, inconsiderateness mm-hmm. and forgetting people are around you. Yes. Um, the reality is we all are also probably guilty of maybe everything on this list. Yeah. Um, it happens. The issue is not. Again, nobody's perfect. We all have our flaws. The issue is more when you're consistently performing said flaws mm-hmm. without any awareness to the fact that it's bothering people. And to act like, well, no one said it's bothering them because it's pretty obvious yeah. that it's annoying. Right. There's always <laughs> going to be situations where there's something really important. Maybe you forgot your headphones and you have to listen to a work call or you have to talk to a family member about something important or uh-huh. something. I, yeah, you may be guilty of it, but if you're doing it, Every time, that's a problem. You just don't care about people. I mean, I'm just talking about all of these in general. At yeah, this point. anything. It's insane. Just, just sure have, have a little consideration before. towards everyone else. Yeah. Remember that we are not. The world's not surrounding any of us. Um, and you know, we'll all live in peace. I think we just solved yes. world peace. World peace. <laughs> Um, um, I did put a special note in here for people who hate the word. Cover your ears because I'm sure you know what word it is. Already you know hate what's it. coming. Moist. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I don't fully understand that because it's not a word that bothers me. Um, I don't think I have a word like that that gets on my nerve. Maybe I do. But it's, yeah. it's interesting that it's a very particular pet peeve of people. And that it like really like it's like it's like our my phobia snakes. If I mm-hmm. see a picture of a snake, I'm running the other way. That's them with just like the thought of someone saying the word. 
I don't even know if it, it's not even one thing about the word that bothers me. It's like the way that the word sounds and what I think about, like just a dark, damp place and just not great. Oh, I don't we think Chesney likes it either. She's like, if you say that word one, one more time. One more time. I know. <laughs> Anyways, so that was our tap. 12 plus the special 13 that one did not come up on this list but it came up in almost every article I read Mm -hmm. um about pet peeves and I just like you know what I'm gonna throw it in there because it's completely true I think it's funny that they say some people with incorrect grammar I know that bothers some people but it never bothers me to the point where I would consider it a pet peeve of mine no me neither maybe because we have good grammar and we don't get called out to the point where I will literally like Dana won't even care and I'll correct the way I spelled your or there. And I'm like, I had already moved on. <laughs> like I just, but it bothers me. Okay. So yeah. maybe it is a pet peeve, but I think, you know what? I don't think it's other people's grammar as much as mine. Yeah. I think my own bothers me. I think it's like, I don't want this person to think I'm dumb. Let me correct this. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we know about all the things that annoy the hell out of us, how do we cure them, Dana? Okay. So, but before we get to that, I want to know, was there anything not on that list that is a major pet peeve of yours that you can think of? I mean, I named most of them that would come up during people chewing, the busy thing Mm -hmm. I've said for years. It's a huge pet peeve of mine. Um... I'm sure there's others that I'm not thinking of. But you know what? If it's not right at the top of my head, it also makes me think maybe it doesn't bother me. It's not a major issue. Yeah. So I did write down a few that, I mean, I made a list of my own. Oh, that's right. I forgot that. There are some that weren't on the list. I'll just tell you what they are. And I I know that some of these bother you too. So um, we talked about like people who one up every story. That was kind of part of the negative Nancy's. Uh, this one I know bothers both of us insanely bad. Um, crowding an airport gate, clapping when the plane lands, or standing up as soon as it lands. <laughs> <laughs> but the clapping definitely bothers me. I mean, I'm glad we're all alive, but it's not that serious. <laughs> well, that also goes with people who clap at the end of a movie. Yes. They're not in there. They can't hear you clapping. They don't care. Um, people who stand too close in line. Yes. Don't get away from me now, especially now. I mean, like it's always been bad, but if you still don't have the awareness to not even stand six feet back, but 30 feet back because don't be near me, then we need to reevaluate just life. (laughs) Never get that close to me ever again. Loud sneezes bothers me a lot. Like it just, I don't don't know. know that one. Okay. I'm take that back. I know what you're speaking about. It bothers me, but in a way that I also know that they can't control it. So I can't like get upset by it. I think that's the part that bothers me because sometimes like I'll sneeze loud, but it's like, it's because I didn't hold it back. Like I didn't hold the sound back. Yeah. It's like, I can sneeze quietly if I want to. Yeah, I guess. But this is like, but you also sometimes have sneezes that sneak up on you that you're truly not prepared for. Yes, that's Some true. Some people are just loud sneezers, though. They like, are. I can honestly say. And if they can't help it, it still bothers me. I don't know why. It's just, I think because I don't expect it, and then it's a loud sound out of nowhere that startles that's, me. Yes, okay. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of these did show up on other lists. 
I don't remember if loud sneezing did, but that's like the loud coughing I was talking yeah. about earlier. So I totally get that. It just goes back like, to again, mouth it's sounds. The same thing. I know they can't <laughs> control it, but it's it's try. a me problem. It's a me. But problem. But you know what? The other side of that is that makes me feel like they're not covering their mouths when they're sneezing. That too. Like I do the Dracula. Yes. I don't know the y'all, elbow. Y'all heard that. That's what the I CDC the tells us to do. Yeah. Is it Dracula? Yeah, that's Dracula. Sure. I never heard that. I'm learn something new every day. That's what I'm going to call it now. <laughs> um, okay, the next one, unsolicited advice. I know we both hate this. Oh, my God. I don't know how I missed that. Nothing. Let's just call it for every female. Don't give a female advice if she did not ask for it. On anything. Anything. Sometimes we just want to vent and we're it, not looking for a solution. 90% of the time we just want to vent. Unless we specifically ask... Do you have any thoughts on this? Any advice? Chesney really wants to be involved today. We're just going to let her be. I don't think she's that loud. No. Hopefully it's not too bad. Um, No. And I mean, the other side of this is a good chunk of the time, the advice someone's giving you is advice you've already thought of. It's something you've already tried. It's like you don't have the full story. They're just frustrated. They want to get it Mm -hmm. out. Um, I always appreciate when someone tells me I'm just here to vent, not necessarily looking for advice. I try to do that for others as well. But there's still that rare time that you're just annoyed by something and you know, mm-hmm. you're not even thinking about it and you just say it and they go, well, why don't you try this? It's like, because I'm not stupid and I already have. Duh. Right. And <laughs> if I do feel like I have something really compelling to share with someone that's really relatable to their situation, I'll try to preface it as I'm sure you've already heard of this or tried this, but this is what I do. Right. And it's like, just take that as it is. You don't even have to respond. You can say, okay, thank you. There's a way to do it without being condescending. Exactly. Without assuming that you're the only person in the world that knows anything. (laughs) Okay. This one too. I'm so surprised that you didn't call these two out. Misspelling someone's name when it's right in front of you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I did it. I literally told someone this morning that I've always wanted to put a dollar in like a tip jar for every time my name is misspelled. And my name was on a work slide this morning and I knew it was going to be on there Mm because I was told yesterday. And I literally told them, I go, let's see if my name's spelled. And they were like, okay, let's put a bet on it. My name was spelled correctly, but people started commenting on it in the chat. And, spelled and I think wrong. it was two to three times it was spelled wrong. <laughs> I saw once, but yeah. I, was I like, just, oh but why? Gosh. Like, I know how to spell. And if you haven't noticed, both of our names are spelled very differently mm-hmm. for while they are. It's fine. We've learned to live with it. But it's like, we're not spelling our own names wrong. Right. And I don't mind it as much like if it's someone that I haven't talked to before and they send me an email out of nowhere or send me a text out of nowhere. But then when you see it, when you know better, you do better. If we sign our own names on an email and you respond to me and you still spell it wrong, I'm judging you. You're the worst. (laughs) I did not spell my own name wrong. I promise. (laughs) I wonder that sometimes. I Like, do these people think we're spelling it wrong? Like, do they think we don't know how it's spelled? I think that they just have an idea in their head of how something's spelled and they don't even look. I think that's rude. And maybe that's because we have names that are spelled different. We're just in the habit of double checking. Mm -hmm. 
But it's also not a hard habit to have. It's not. It's not. And you know what? If you don't want to bother looking, then don't use my name. Right. Just Hello. say, hi, how are you? <laughs> Good morning. Exactly. Okay. Um, this one actually really bothers me like to my core. And I don't know if it's a pet peeve or a frustration, but I'll just say it. People who are rude to service industry slash retail workers. So, it bothers me. It's funny because on here, one of the articles said, you know, an irritation is rude servers, which mm-hmm. yes, that does irritate me. I don't enjoy when anybody in a service industry job treats me like I'm bothering them at their own job. Right. Um, I saw a TikTok earlier. There's that... Um, one of the trends going around of they're like, tell me a time when your most disrespectful time as a server was or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this girl's story was like, she brought the table drinks and then someone at the table was like, you forgot my coffee. And she's like, oh, did you order one? No problem. I'll just go put it in. And they were like, well, let us order our food now. They, She was being kind. I mean, she wasn't doing anything wrong, but they, the girl, woman kept saying, well, where's my coffee? She's like, I literally haven't left the table. Right. You can <laughs> see me. And so she goes to plug it in the coffee and the food and she said this woman walked up to her and said you still haven't gotten my coffee oh my god and challenged her was like how hard can your job be do you even have a high school education (gasps) she said she said you know what we're not going to serve you today. You can leave. I like was, I saved it. And I don't usually save those. I save funny Mm -hmm. things on there, but it was just one of those moments of good for you because people can't get away with this. No long gone is the theory of the customers Customers always always right. right. We're over that. If you're being rude, you can get out. It just, you know, it's not that hard to be kind to the people serving you. And you know mm-hmm. what? Everyone has a bad day. You have a bad day. The server has a bad day. It happens. It doesn't give you permission to abuse service workers the way right. some of these people do. Verbally or financially. Like if someone gave you decent service and you just didn't like them or thought that they weren't superb, and you just don't leave a tip. Well, keep that's in mind, income. Sometimes that's not them either. They can't control if the kitchen is slow. Exactly. They can't control if the bartender got backed up. Um, for what we do, I always remind people: if you get a bad email from a customer, if you have a customer that's mad at you, we mentioned a few episodes ago. We're both in sales. Um. Don't respond in that moment. Mm -hmm. Simple as that. Not only do you need a moment to cool off and think through what you're going to say, they probably need a moment or the night to step away from the situation as well. Agreed. This is obviously not possible in a server or um, retail job. But if you're in a customer facing job like we are, there is solutions to this problem. Yeah. Or and it's not, I mean, it's not just one sided. So if the kitchen is backed up and taking a really long time, you can't just abandon your table for 30 minutes. No, that Keep goes off their by. checks a lot of time. Yeah. Oh, you meant the server. I'm sorry. Right. So like <laughs> come by every five minutes, Check like up. anything I can bring you some bread, something. I know it's taking a long yeah, time. Apologize. But it we're doing everything. Difference. We can. Yeah. It's like if you, disappear for 20 minutes I think you forgot about me well and people and we know this in our job too 
people just want to know what's going on. A hundred percent. They'd rather know the bad news than nothing nothing. at all. Right. Absolutely. Okay. What was the next one? Um, Okay. This one bothers me so much. Only child mom shaming. (laughs) You know I deal with that. Yeah, she does deal with that. It's like, it's not even just from friends and family. It's from random strangers. It's on things that you buy in the store. So like anything that you want to buy, like a sign or something that has to do with kids. It always says kids. And it's like, I've never even noticed that. That's really interesting. So it's, if I want to buy a shirt that has something to do with like being a boy mom, it's like mom of boys Um, or like a doormat that says, beware, there's a bunch of kids in here. It's like, it's even like just so widely like that in like things that you can buy, but it's like, why is having one child a problem? Right. That is one of my biggest pet peeves. Just leave me the fuck alone. Let people mind their business. All right. The last one I had was people who make their political party their entire personality. <laughs> it's okay to... This is a recent one, too. focus on that and just be a normal person who also votes. But we'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. So with all of these pet peeves that we have, how do we get rid of them? Uh, there's not really a great way, but there's ways to contain them or deal with them on a certain level um okay (laughs) the first uh set of advice says consider acting to overcome pet peeves pretend it doesn't bother you actors are uniquely talented group of people they have the ability to fully immerse themselves in each role literally becoming a new person a new person with a completely different personality outlook on life goals habits and mannerisms when an actor becomes someone else everything they are outside of the role gets paused including their pet peeves so yes i mean if you tell yourself something every day like okay this doesn't bother me this doesn't bother me will it eventually not bother you i don't know but so your affirmations almost yeah i think it would still bother me and this is from hammond psychology practice in florida so it's from a legitimate psychologist but it says i believe we're all capable of tricking our brains in this way simply by focusing on the situation with a completely different point of view like an actor on screen can help you bypass the disturbance i mean i can't say it doesn't work if i haven't tried it but i'm skeptical yeah i am too i i just it feels to me like this is something that's so deeply ingrained in you that simply telling yourself not to be annoyed if it worked like that then there'd be a lot happier Mm -hmm. people in this world agreed i have a big problem with complaining about um my discomfort with the temperature so if it's really hot or really cold i just keep talking about it too oh i do that too like i'm so cold like i literally can't i'm just i can't i can't you know the cold one is funny because i think a lot of people do the cold but i don't think people do it with the heat i will do it with the heat yeah me too i start to break out in a rash and get itchy and i'm a sweater to begin with yeah in the heat oh god i can't i just everything starts rubbing together no but noah will always tell me stop focusing on it focus on something else well that's true it doesn't work for me. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> I can't focus well, on something for else. me. <laughs> I don't know why I can't, but that's why I feel like this wouldn't work for me. But again, I'm willing to try it. 
This one I feel like is more reasonable. It says consider the person performing or causing the pet peeve and let it go. Some people have pet peeves related to other drivers on the road. Case in point, it's 55 through here, people, and you're going 40? Come on, speed up. That might be your initial reaction, but when you think about the person, it's a lot less annoying. The person might be driving slow because they're nervous behind the wheel and just learning to drive, or they may have been in a horrendous accident recently and can't bring themselves to go any faster quite yet. These rational explanations, while entirely possible they are false, can help to dissuade the pet peeve from bothering you. I mean, I feel like that's legitimate because if someone's driving slow, I automatically want to think they're an asshole. So if I can think they're an asshole, I can think that they've been through something traumatic. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I was going to say, I don't disagree, but they used a bad example because you know what I'm thinking? If you are a nervous driver, why the fuck are you in the interstate? Go somewhere where you can drive a little slower (laughs) and get out of the left lane. Get out of the left lane for (laughs) sure. If you're driving slow in the right lane, I don't care as much. The same principle can be applied to dealing with a number of pet peeves, whether it's someone munching too loudly, playing games on their cell phone with the sound on, always showing up late to everything, or some other nuance. Remember that there is a person performing the act and reframe the scenario with a little compassion and understanding. They're trying to tell me to be compassionate about people chewing too loudly. Mm -hmm. Just like Elsa said in Frozen, let it go. No. (laughs) (laughs) If it's something that really bothers me, I'm probably not letting it go. But if someone's like walking slowly and I'm just like, that I understand. They might have a knee injury. Yeah. I mean, and there are situations. And like we talked about with the servers, there's bad days. You might be Mm -hmm. having a bad day. They might be having a bad day. It's when you're consistently rude to servers. However, I don't know. The people chewing noises, how do I compassionize with that? I don't know. Is that a word? The driving thing I get because it's like, I don't know who's in that car. You know, their kid could be screaming in the back, yelling at them, throwing shit at their head. That. That would make I get it to slow. an extent. If I pass you and you're clearly driving slow because you've been texting, that's mm, different. Compassion's out the window. No, I don't care about that. Anyways. So there's not a real true way, but <laughs> I guess you can try to trick that's your a, brain. Not really a true definition of how these are caused. So as you can see, Peppy research is not something that a lot of, um, I guess, psychologists have focused on. Yeah. Um, maybe there'll be more in the future, but... We thought it was just something interesting. Both of us, as you can see, are very <laughs> passionate about our annoyances. Um, and we just thought we'd talk about them. We are peeved <laughs> about pet peeves. So let's do our final rankings before Dana forgets and starts closing out the episode again. <laughs> I made notes this time. <laughs> All right. So let's get into our final rankings, as usual, starting with number which I think we maybe both have the same as probably raspberry lemonade yeah easily um just wasn't there yeah I'm kind of glad we started with that one and got it all the way same it just didn't really have any flavor Mm -mm. smelled like lemon a little bit but like lemon pledge maybe yeah um (laughs) I gave that a two out of five it too I could drink it, but I don't want to. It wouldn't be enjoyable. No. When there's so many other seltzers out there, why would you? So one, two, and three were a little tough. Um, The other three flavors are phenomenal. I mean, this is Rebel Coffee all over again. Then I'm a little upset I haven't been drinking these the whole time. Same. Um, What was your number three? Black Cherry Lime. 
All right. I put strawberry kiwi. Okay. Um, I don't really have a strong reason. I mean, other than one, two, three, we're all pretty close. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not a big strawberry drinker to begin with. I love black cherry stuff, which I noticed my notes still say blackberry. <laughs> um, I love black cherry stuff. And I think that's what edges it out just slightly for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I mean, I would agree. I think that the top three were all pretty close. This one just, I don't know. I didn't like it as much. I gave it a 3.5 out of five. Um, That's what I gave strawberry kiwi. Interesting. Well, speak of that then, what is your number two? Strawberry kiwi. <laughs> Mine's black cherry lime. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this swap. And we had the same number one again. Um, again, it's, I mean, they're very close. Okay, maybe they weren't as close as I thought because I went up an entire point on my overall. I gave it a 4.5 out of 5. Oh, really? It's that popsicle taste. Mm. I just, oh my gosh. I love, there's something about a popsicle taste. I love stuff on sticks, guys. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. <laughs> When I used to go to the state fair, I would take like a diary of all my stick foods. Stick food fanatic. I, I love sticks. I never made that connection. Something about sticks. I might oh. have an oral fixation. Something about sticks, she says. <laughs> I gave it a four out of five. Strawberry kiwi. Okay. And we both clearly had Megan. Oh, my God. <laughs> this episode is going to be called Megan the Passion Fruit. <laughs> is phenomenal it was so it's, good it has a little passion has a little ming <laughs> i did that one on a purpose. little meg <laughs> it was sure, like a perfect a mix too. of both though like it wasn't overly mango was an overly passion fruit yeah I, yeah i like i it. still only did a 4.75 out of five as you all know it takes a lot for me to get that yeah. full five I did, I put between 4.5 and 5 out of 5. So, so 4. basically 4.75. <laughs> I always just put it in words. Um, no, this was a great pack. I gave the overall pack a 4 out of 5. That raspberry lemon just dropped it slightly. Yeah, same. But please go try this. Let us know what you think. Um, you can find us on our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, at Tipsy Trials. And if you have any suggestions, content you'd like us to review, seltzers you'd like for us to try, please send us an email at tipsytrials at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And make sure you click the follow, subscribe. I don't know what button it is. Depends what you're listening to. Comment, retweet, all of the above. (laughs) Whatever you can do to make sure you never miss an episode, click it. We're and on YouTube as well, guys. We're not yes. doing videos at this point in time. But, you know, work day, maybe you want to listen to us. Just search Tipsy Trials on YouTube. It's there. Yep. But I guess that is all. Please remember to drink responsibly. And with that, court is it's now adjourned. adjourned. We will see you all next week. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.